I, I've come to realize, you know, I was like, you know what, if I just put the work in and put my all in, like, just trust the process. You're not always going to do great. You're not always going to win. You're going to lose. You're going to get told no 80, 90% of the time. But when you trust the process, you end up in situations where you're meeting people that you looked up to, um, being able to just talk to them casually, DM them. You'll be able to throw out a first pitch. You'll be able to be in magazines and um, put yourself in a situation where you're confident as you go into a new year to really change your own life and have more control of things. But it's trusting the process. Now, if you're not putting that work in, like every day is not going to be a great day. You know, you're going to have days where you're just fatigued, you're tired, you don't want to do it. But, you know, I think it was Kobe's like, you know, don't let a few bad days knock you off your course. See you next year. This is going to be the last episode of the 2023 year. So thanks for listening. Uh, We're going to take off next week because it's the holiday week. Um, And we'll be back in January at some point. What's going on, Opecast? It's Braden STL, and today I'm here with an average guest. Average? Dude, you said I can't say special because I've said that every week. Oh, true. You do say that every week. Yeah, so we're here with Jason, the producer <laughs> of Opecast. And so uh, today we're just going to, you know, just talk about the podcast. We're going to talk about all the random stuff I've done this year. I don't know what questions are coming my way, so... Um... Yeah, I got some good stuff prepared. We're going to go through sort of a year in review episode. Uh, we got it a little bit looser than normal. We got christmas gifts going out over here we got orlando working on his desk over there uh it's a little bit different than our normal setup but uh we appreciate you guys watching and you know it's it's uh it's the holiday season so we're gonna do a little year in review it's the end of the year time for it i'm excited so um it's our first one we're gonna do these every single year for the next 30 years of this podcast when we're i think uh, every season is a more appropriate thing every to say, season but you know yeah four seasons i didn't count them hey i've just yeah. So yeah, season one. Um, what? How do you feel so far? Honestly, I think this has been a really fun experiment. Uh, this is going to be our 18th week, I believe, of putting out. Maybe we already did 18. Maybe this is our 19th week mm-hmm. of putting out a podcast every single week. And for me, what that means is I'm staying up until uh, you know 10 p.m. the night before, the night before sure <laughs> everything's ready to go. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it's how it is. So we get them up every week. Um, we appreciate our loyal audience yes. that has been there. Uh, you know, we would love it if there were more people joining in the audience. So if you enjoy the pod, I, I'm pretending like there's a middle camera, but there's not. Oh, there you if go. you enjoy the pod, um, please share it with your friends and family. If you're seeing them this holiday season, be like, Hey, I've been checking out this awesome podcast called Opecast the pod produced by Jason produced by. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the that's, reason to listen to it. That's the future for real. Now it's a it's been amazing, you know. A lot of people don't realize all the work that goes into it, all the text messages, the late nights, the foodie Fridays, all the thumbnails, thumbnails, you know, writing the description, and so you know it's been really fun. Just um, like one of my favorite parts about it's just been sitting down and just talking to the people, learning from them, being inspired. We have a lot of amazing creators that deserve to be you know highlighted or people that have done amazing things, and so. I really enjoy that. And some people, or I guess most people listening don't realize like in 2020, I was going to release a podcast and I realized it takes a team. And so uh, I've appreciated the work you've put into it and everyone that has listened, shared it. I appreciate y'all. And I know some people that like listen every single week. I know a few couples, they're like, yeah, we listen to it. We watch it. I really appreciate you guys. 
So um, I would say shout out to my mom, but she doesn't even watch. So hey, shout out, shout out to my mom, my brother. I know they're listening, they're watching. Everyone, whether you watch the shorts, you share it. Every guest, I appreciate you. And I'm probably gonna say this all at the end of the podcast, but uh, let, let, let's get in the year in yeah. review. Yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and get into it. So you actually wrote this question for yourself. So this oh, yeah. is a pretty softball question here. Hell yeah, I I I wrote that, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping was happening. So, so Braden, why did you start this podcast? Well, well, you know, hey. Thanks, Jason. So I guess I kind of like talked about it a little bit, but uh, really I've just been able to meet so many incredible people that deserve to be highlighted. I feel like I'm a good person that like really taps into all different audiences here in St. Louis. I have more of an interest in experiencing life, learning new things, trying new things. And so I'm able to like indulge in a little bit of everything. And so having a podcast where I can bring in all these different types of people with all these different interests and just being able to be like, kind of like the common, I guess, common denominator, like each yeah. week, like people know it's going to be Brad and they don't know who's going to be on. Right. So, um, wow. I feel like that was a really good response to, I, yeah. I, I can't even you know, remember that question. I think the, the thing with the podcast, the beauty of it is, I know if any, if any of you guys watching wanted to start your own show, I actually do produce shows. Um, the beauty of a podcast is when uh, when else do you get to sit down with somebody and have a structured conversation for an hour plus about whatever you want to ask them about? Mm-hmm. Like you get to do an interview to a different level that would just never be achieved through any other means, especially not as a social media creator. Yeah, like this is a this is like a far more traditional media version of what we can do as social media creators. Yeah, and I feel like I, I've been able to learn so much myself. Like I went from just knowing a little bit about the person, just asking them about what I've seen on their social media to, as you all could probably tell throughout the weeks, just slowly but surely getting better. And, you know, I think, um, shout out to my manager, Zach. I know, I know he's listening, but you know, he talked about, he's like, Braden, I know you want it to be perfect, but it's going to take a hundred episodes. And so my goal has been to keep growing. Uh, if you guys, you guys may have noticed a bunch of the interviews kind of being, I guess, similar because they were all recorded uh what before we rolled out one episode yeah i mean we recorded probably 10 episodes before we had finished posting the third episode yeah yeah and then we were luckily we did that because you know we were able to record ahead but it um by the way if you're starting a podcast i highly recommend that format <laughs> yeah if yeah. you can book the guests get them all in quick because trying to record every single week is so difficult it takes a lot of time and coordinating with other people life happens well, yeah, that was, uh, you know, really just highlighting just the people that are doing amazing things. And I'm just very fortunate to have a platform, a voice, uh, and yeah. influence in the city that people will listen. And, you know, going back to what you said about it takes 100 episodes to make something perfect. You know, one of my podcast inspirations, Matt Farah, uh, the host of the Smoking Tire podcast, he gets, you know, he's done 800 plus episodes of his own show. Mm-hmm. And he gets asked constantly, hey, Matt, I would love to have you on my show, you know, whatever. And it's a starting up show. And his answer is, I'll be on episode 100. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're rapidly going to get there, man. Like, you know, I'm not saying we have any plans to expand to more than one a week. But like, if we ever did, you know how quick we could get there. So if you want to sponsor the podcast I and mean, you want more than one episode a week or your employer does. Bam. I'm a, and I don't know if people know this. Like I, I went to, I graduated on Cinco de Mayo, MBA, Emphasis in Marketing. I know St. Louis, I know marketing, I work with really large companies and very small ones. And so I'll make sure it's worth 
your time and your company's dollars to sponsor the podcast. Absolutely. And you, you've seen the product. We do quality. That's what we do. Yeah. So what, what you got next for us, man? Well, where do we want to go? Let's go to, uh, what are your thoughts on the current creator scene in St. Louis? The creator scene. I think Saint, from the creator standpoint, there are a lot of incredible creators. St. Louis has so many creative people. Um, I think that the support. I mean, it seems like you shot up Metro Boomin and Sexy Red on every episode. So those are a couple. Oh of yeah, them. yeah. I mean, I mean, literally Metro. Who else do you want to shout out? Who do? Who else? Get, there are other people. They're not from St. Louis. They get shout outs or sh- actually, I'm wearing one of the shirts. Almost the Lou Marinera tour. Kind of. I think Taylor nice, Swift nice. has gotten some shout outs on here. Not intentionally. Um, man. Oh, hey, here we go. Bam. If you're watching, here's Trav, right? Um, but yeah, I, I would say the creativity is there for our city. We just got to get the support. I think from not just the, I, the, the people are supporting these creators, but we got to get the, the businesses. We got to get the city leaders to actually support. That's absolutely right. And it's, um, cause it's not cheap, you know, buying a camera, having someone edit your podcast, having, you know, paying for an office and a studio. And if our city is going to move forward, we got to be willing to invest in them. Mm-hmm. And the thing that St. Louis is missing, missing from, you know, you look at the advertising and marketing side of things and it's like, why aren't these companies helping invest in these creators, pay them sponsoring their projects? I'm not saying that just cause I have a podcast, but it's like, you, you listen to anything. Right. In, no, we look America. at all of our friends stuff that they're creating too. And it's like, man, we need to be, the level that we're at, the quality of the content, the audience that it's reaching, it deserves it deserves the attention from our local businesses and communities other than just the news, other than just traditional mm-hmm. methods of sponsorship and partnership and advertisement. You know, billboards are cool. I look at billboards never. You know, I yep. see one a day. That's it. I see thousands of posts a day. Well, and, and it's like for me, man, like, you know, I, I felt spearhead and a lot of the create you know on social media right to really like help highlight local businesses you know short form videos things like that and it's just you know i want to continue to work with st louis businesses and st louis corporations but we have to have everybody on board and we got to have them to help sponsor our projects because a lot of companies from outside of st louis are starting to work with us st louis creators and it's like st louis we are creating this content to highlight you highlight the city make the city better I would even Help say us. zoom it out, Missouri. Missouri, yeah, and it's like we're we're Southern trying, Illinois. Man. I think I think it's uh one, one thing that I'm seeing with our city is we're taking a lot of the things that happen with traditional media and we're starting to apply that here on the social media mm-hmm. creator space, and that's just not going to work in the long run. And I, I St. Louis right now we have so many talented and creative people that just guys put your put your dollars behind it, your advertising dollars like it's going to come back tenfold. Literally, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, so that that's how I feel about. It. I mean, we have the talent; we just need more support. Um, you know, even on the food side, two beers and an appetizer isn't cutting it anymore. Two beers and an appetizer cannot pay anybody's rent, or for Jason's time. I've tried; he doesn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts. I'm glad you see how hard that clap is, because whenever I'm, I'm back, I'm here, really good at clapping when I'm in my car by myself. Like I can just always go a. Uh, perfect clap but like you're right it assume when you're trying to do it in front of the mic and the camera and you just get nervous okay but uh to what song are you are you listening to some aretha you probably don't even know aretha is it? what are you listening to i know who aretha aretha franklin is what's her song what's her, uh, what's her song 
And the stuff that I'm listening <laughs> to is, you know, I've been listening to that Drake song recently, you know. So you clap, you're clapping to that? Biggest the what? Biggest the clap. And biggest like, the biggest, avalanche. Biggest the avalanche. That's exactly right. All right, back into it, boys. <laughs> All right. So now we get into the questions that I wrote. Not the ones that Braden was softballing to himself. Um, I think this is a good one. What is your favorite moment from this first season? From any interview that you've done, from all the guests that you've talked to, any of the clips. I mean, if you're not ready yet, I do actually have my own favorite moment I could mention. Let's let's hear yours. I think I know. Mine is going to surprise you. Yeah. It's the pre-recording on episode one. When Javid started singing 3005 by Childish Gambino. Yeah. And he just like kept going and going, and you and Dante were like arguing with each other. That was the funniest thing. If you haven't seen the clip, I'll, I'll attach it or I'll uh, link it in the description below. But just a great little clip of just silly stuff happening right here on the spot. He's just jamming. He's just jamming out, but like that's how good these mics are because Dante and I are giving each other crap. And he's just like, 3005. Um, I think for me, like, I mean, I've really enjoyed all the guests. Uh, it was really cool. I mean, a lot of them I, I've known for a while, but it was um, like just really meeting, you know, True Wag was amazing. Just talking to him and, uh, you know, talking with Kyle, Leslie. But man, I, I would say the one that was very intriguing that I actually pitched the podcast to over a year ago before I even had a podcast. Let me mind you, like what this came out in August, our, mm-hmm. our podcast was Steve Ewing. Yeah. And he's somebody that like, I actually knew of Steve, Steve's hot dogs before I knew of what he has done, you know, and over the last few years really have learned a lot about uh, the urge and I've seen him perform several times and it's always a great show, but it was just really cool to hear his story. Cause I feel like at least it seems amongst like my peers, they know him as Steve's from Steve's hot dogs. They don't realize this guy like I just saw him a few weeks right. ago. Rock a out touring the, artist for years and years and years. Rock out the pageant, you know. And this guy yeah. used to headline festivals and talking about performing at Red Rocks and you know you start Mississippi Nights. Mississippi Nights, like they were the last group to perform there. So that was very intriguing. And you know he he's somebody I, I admire, I respect, and just being able to actually sit down and talk to him uh, is super cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that that was a great moment. I agree. Um, <clears throat> let's go on to another good question here. What question are you most proud of asking to a guest? This is a tough one. To, I didn't I didn't feed any of these to him. I was gonna advice. say to anybody or just like I really enjoy ending the podcast with three people dead or alive because it's very interesting. Uh, it seems like a lot of it's been, you know, someone had a like a deceased family member. Mm-hmm. They they would love to show how far they've come. And then, you know, they they sprinkle in people that inspire them. Yeah. Um, or someone that entertains them. That's absolutely a very powerful question. Yeah, sure. so I, I, I really love that. And then also, I mean, I ask it every podcast, you know, the words of wisdom, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's very inspiring. You know, one week we could, like literally no one has said the same thing. Yeah. And every single true. week it's just, I feel like it's a good way to end the episode with like leaving someone inspired. I think next season we need to start like chopping that up into like some of the clips for yeah. I, I, honestly, you know, I've I've been hesitant to do that, and here's why: I feel like that is the bonus that the people who actually listen to the whole episode mm-hmm. they get that at the end. I agree, and it's like that special thing. You can't just see this in the clip. Like I've done one, maybe maybe two clips the entire season, mm-hmm. 
that come from that because it's like that is the payoff yeah. that I, we're trying to give to these these viewers, these loyal listeners. Well, and it's, it's funny you say that because it's like I, I, I love that. I love having that kind of relationship with certain people that, you know, will listen to a whole, a whole podcast Absolutely. and get to that. But it's even like being able to speak in front of hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, we've had Ghost Ghosting on a good friend of mine from college. And, you know, I'm talking in front of his audience, introducing him in front of, you know, 200 something people. And it was like the next night we recorded um, Opecast Live in front of like seven. And so like talking to the masses is great. But then there was something about like Opecast Live. That narrow audience. Talking to yeah. seven. So those who are actually listening to the end of the podcast, I do appreciate you. Even just, I mean, dude, spending an hour yep. you know, each day on social media, you know, we, we create this content that I hope I can get seven seconds of your time. But mm-hmm. like people are tuning in and they listen to an average of, I think, what, 97% of the episode. I think that's what the average was the last time I saw it. It's incredible. Yeah. Appreciate no, it. It's amazing. Um, let's get into something a little bit different. So this is a, this is a bit of a, I don't know if you're going to want to even answer this question, if I'm being completely honest. No, this is what the people want to hear then. This is a fun one. All right. Beyond the podcast, as Brad and STL, who was a partner that you enjoyed working with in the 2023 year? Somebody who you got to make content with, whether it was a sponsor or a collab, mm-hmm. that you got to make something special with that you're really proud of. And, you know, I can think of 10 different answers. Damn. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's to those listening, Jason knows how much stuff I do. Sometimes it's like hard for me. Too much. Like it's <laughs> like people are like, oh, what are you up to today? And I'm like, or like my wife, she'll look at my calendar. Oh, you got this going on at five. You got this going on at this. I was like, oh, well, yeah, that is today, you know? And I, I just go right into, I, I, I'm good at like compartmentalizing. You know how United overbooks their flights? Braddon overbooks his days <laughs> the same way. But we make it work, man. We make but it he work. does not offer a $1,000 voucher. It's really annoying. Yeah, but hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. He, he's everywhere. That's as long as nice. it's entertaining to me. So, but, so tell me about which, which partner. Man, uh, company-wise, man, that's tough. Maybe work and leisure? Working. Oh yeah, that's see that's one that's going on right now. We have Avalanche. That is so much fun too. And you've done several events with them this year. Yeah, so that's another see, that's why he's the producer. I appreciate him. Um man, I'm gonna have to name a few. Uh and I'm probably gonna forget some and I, and I do apologize, but you know, Chef J JR and I, like, we just click, we just gel. You know, I have creative ideas and he has creative ideas and we're about executing. So having like the three one four day experience. Um, they're at work and leisure, building that relationship with them. Him and I have done some other stuff here. Um, now we have Avalanche, this pop-up experience where we've had hundreds and hundreds of people come through. That's been a lot of fun. My big thing with that was I wanted everyone to have a good experience. You know, and JR wants everyone to enjoy his food. Barkeep wants people to enjoy their drinks. Work and leisure, you know, they're about the service. For me, it's like I had this creative idea for two years, and I wanted to make sure every little bit of the, the experience was great. The little details. So if you're looking at the posters at this pop-up, you're going to spot cardinals in each sing- every single poster. You're going to see a bunch of Easter eggs all over the place. And that could be like... It's a beautiful curated experience. Yeah, and dude. It's literally like one person can notice one... Like there could be one person in a seating that noticed I made 30 posters that say 2001, 2007, right? One person can notice that, but that person's going to appreciate that, that mm-hmm. detail. So... Working with them has been amazing. I always love the stuff, you know, Dante 
and I'll do, um, obviously you and I with, with the podcast and now here lately, we're starting to have, be able to be more creative and get right. compensated with it. Um, Delaware North being able to be one of the first influencers, creators in all of baseball and all of yeah. stadiums in the world. The food tour of Bush stadium. Literally ate every single dish in that stadium. I don't like, I, I've been able to talk. I mean, to I like, feel like I have them just watching, watching your videos. it. Yeah. And you probably like <laughs> seen like 80% of the videos, the two you probably were out of town and you missed when I posted, but it right. was like being able to like try all the dishes. And then, you know, I'm talking to like different people where there's John Jay, Jim Edmonds, uh, large new bar, things like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I've been able to eat all the food in the stadium. And that's like my claim to fame. Like those people have done things obviously for the Cardinals, but I'm like, yeah, I've been able to eat the food. So that was amazing. Uh, Midwest Dairy's always been amazing. Uh, doing the coffee series, shout out to Tommy and John and their work on there, being able to go to Yeah, these, that was a really cool series. Yeah. The different coffee shops, man, that's been, dude, this is a good question, but yeah, like that was really fun. And like, they're a good partner. They believe in the, the, cre you know, creativity. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, look like dairy, coffee it just goes well and they've supported me last year too on a ice cream shop series i had but um, absolutely yeah those are a few that come to mind if i'm forgetting others i do apologize but those are cool some of the best ones to work with for sure yeah, yeah. i mean and it's been and it's so nice when you can always when you when you can actually and it's so nice when you can actually find that fit between the creative idea and the company that can put the the power behind it because mm -hmm. it takes power to make these things. You know, it's not just oh, Braden's greedy and he wants to be making all this money. It's like Braden is trying to pay all these creators to help him work on these these shoots, these series, mm -hmm. all these different things. Like he's trying to pay me. He's trying to pay the other videographers that he's worked with. He's trying to pay the other producers and creators that Are put all their work and effort into it. So, and I'm big when those that. companies do that, yeah. you know, that's 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 what they're paying for. That's what they're getting the value out of. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome when you can find a partner where they want to work on the creative idea that you're bringing out or, you know, maybe even they bring a creative idea of their own. So, And they're fueling that creator economy. Exactly. It's not, you know, I'm not keeping 90% of the of, of the funds at all. It's like, okay, how much are you going to charge for this? How much for that? Okay, bam. Or, hey, I have this X amount of dollars. And we all have this, like, understanding, like, there are things we do, our passion projects. Um, but obviously, we have to pay our light bill. We have to pay for our car bill, yep. gas, things like that. And it's like, all right, you know, let me help you. You're reaching out to me as a company or, hey, I know you're trying to figure out, like, you know, you're paying $200,000 a year and you can't figure out how to grow in this demographic or this market. Work with us creators. And so it's just, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I'm excited to see what partnerships come next year. Absolutely. Um, let's change it up a little bit. You know, we've already mentioned some of the <clears throat> musical artists here in St. Louis, but I got to ask. What was the best live performance experience that you went to this in year? 2023? Oh, yeah. uh, Beyonce. Really? Renaissance. Oh my God, man. That, that was a, a performance. Like just seeing how everyone felt going in, you know, like they were excited. Like, uh, it was really cool. And it was just like, you know, it, it's very impressive. We're very fortunate to live in a time of longevity, mm -hmm. whether, you know, you look at sports with uh, Tom Brady just retired, but he was there for a long time. You right. Have, Yadier Molina, uh, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, LeBron James, right? And then you look at the music side and having Beyonce, like literally since I was, a, a, I don't know, 12 years old, and she puts on a show, she's out there dancing with, her, her dancers Absolutely. are probably like, I don't know, half her age, which I don't know how old she is. 
30 and and how does that go into inspiring you when you see somebody perform at that level at that intensity every night all over the country how does that inspire you oh continuously evolving because you know you see it sometimes in in music or even just like sports too but like someone hits a a point and they just stay the same um and Mm -hmm. i actually i'll talk about this as someone that has been to like 20 country concerts maybe 30 country concerts and I'm looking at tickets that going going to a show in April here, right? I love country, but you know the music itself it doesn't they don't really reinvent themselves that often. The overall, like you kind of know, like I've seen Kenny Chesney, I think in 2011 I saw mm-hmm. him in 2022. If he comes back to Bush Stadium next year, I'm going to go see him again, right? But I know exactly what I'm going to what to expect. Nothing has changed, mm-hmm. but like someone like Beyonce has continuously changed and evolved. And for me, in what I do creatively. I'm motivated to keep changing. I, I've noticed right. a lot of the things that I was doing two years ago, most people in St. Louis are now doing, you know, I'm sorry, I'm hitting the mic. Um, so you got to be steps ahead. You got to be moving differently. You got to be yeah. creating and inspiring, building new themes, building new tours. Yeah. And, and it, the, diffi- the difficult part about that is like the things that I'm doing two years ago, the masses in, let's just say St. Louis, even the companies are starting to be like, yeah, I love that. I got to have that. But I'm continuously trying to move forward, keep being creative, starting to do skits, skits with Mur of Impractical Jokers, right? Yeah. Like big stuff like that. And realizing it, the ideas that have been there, realizing the the goals that have been there. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to keep moving forward, but now it's like I'm having to sell to the companies like this is what's going to be the thing. And they're like, well, no, we kind of like this thing you did two years ago that everyone else is doing. And it's like, guys, like I set a lot of the trends here. That's, that's how it goes. So I got an interesting question for you here. Who are some of the guests that you'd like to have on, on the next season? Give us, you know, two, three. Um, what do you think on a, like a, do you want to, let's do two or three St. Louis and then national. Yeah, let's do that. St. Louis. Man, actually, um, that one's tough. Dude, if, if I can get. I'm going to just say if I get some NBA guys, you know? Yeah. Um, I used to be huge in the NBA. <laughs> Not me, actually. And now play. you're still huge, actually. Yeah, I'm you huge. You are still six, whatever, however I told you? Six, five. Six, five, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch every, you know, all the games and stuff lately. I, in the last year, I've been very busy. Um, I would say some of the NBA guys, talk to them. And then maybe some of the, the music talent in our city, whether it's uh, some of the legends that have been in the game for decades or maybe some that are the biggest in the world right now. Yeah. So I'm definitely open to that. I'm not going to say like any person in particular. I would just say someone in those realms because those are some of the people I I highly respect. And I wouldn't mind even having someone that's like a legend that's been doing, that's been putting, you know, St. Louis on the map for decades. I would say don't hesitate to call somebody out. I mean, if you want to get them on the pod, this is a chance to get them on the pod right now. Yeah. We know how that works, though. If I start saying names, they'd be like, dang, I got to get that person before Brad. So those are my realms. But, uh, I mean, you know what? I'll put it out there. If I can get John Goodman on, on the podcast, that'd be awesome, right? Like, I remember, or my wife told me about the time she met him. Uh, I was down at Missouri State. She was working at the ticket office. Mm-hmm. And she, all of a sudden, like, heard this voice that sounded like Sully from Monsters, Inc., right? Immediately recognizable, for right. sure. John Goodman. So I, I think it'd be great. Um, I would love to sit down with him and, and just have a conversation about just all the roles he's played. He went to Missouri state also. Yep. He went to 
uh, a school close to where I went. Uh, he went to Afton High School back in the day. So just wow. he's, he's been able to do a lot in all different kinds of, of movies. So that, that would be a really cool interview. So yeah. that's one person I will say because that one's going to be a stretch. So if someone's watching this and can make that happen, I think that'd be cool. I mean, I, I would say go ahead and throw a couple more out there. Drop some more names, Redden. I'd, I'd. Speak your mind. Who do you want on this show? Who do you want in this chair? In this chair? Uh, let, let's get Metro Boomin. Let's get Metro Boomin on the podcast. I think that'd be great. Um, I, I respect and admire the stuff that he's done. You know, literally, I've, I've talked about it so many times. He has, he has shaped music. It's incredible. He just got the key to the city, which yep. is an incredible achievement. I think he's 30. Um, and just, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people in the music circle here in St. Louis, and I see how much they inspire him, and it's just, it's really cool. Um, and he always gives back, so that's great. Yeah, I actually got the pleasure to meet him uh, last year when he dropped the album, and mm-hmm. he did the signing at uh, the record store. I can't remember what it's called right now. Vintage, yeah. When he did the Vintage Vinyl uh, record signing yeah, yeah. Uh, for the album release, it was really cool. I mean, he, I just briefly said hi to him, but really nice guy, great team. Everybody there working with him was nice. Mm-hmm. And he was given, every individual person who was standing there in line, whether they were there for hours or for minutes waiting in line, he was giving them their time. And he was talking to them, and he was listening to what they had to say and actually forming a relationship with his fans. And that's something that I always appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people that too when I see a celebrity doing that or somebody of stature doing that. I'm like, hey man, like, thank you, you know, for giving your time to all these people who give their time to you. Yeah. Well, it's funny you're saying that too because like, uh, we were on the red carpet there at the black and white ball, mm-hmm. and we were at the very end of the line, right? It's yep. all these people. I know exactly what you're gonna say. Yeah, it's all these people that were invited. You know, they're they're part of the media, right? They're part of different news outlets, so mm-hmm. they're all there. They all have prime uh, locations. And then they got us influencers over in the corner. <laughs> yeah, so we're over there. We're in the corner and stuff, and so we're kind of like the we're which is you know we're the end of the line. We're the, know, they've already talked to seven other interviewers. Mm-hmm. They've already talked to the news channels and the you know, all of the characters of St. Louis. Yeah. And then, and then there's, and then there's us. us. <laughs> and it's like, it, that's what's so crazy. They're like getting invited for being Brad and SEL mm-hmm. and someone that had, you know, so we started a podcast uh, three, four months ago, but having that personality, it, it's a blessing uh, to be invited. But yeah, like it was really cool. Cause Nelly, they actually told him like, Hey, you got to go in. Cause the, the, Sarah, the, the event mm-hmm. uh, has started and, but he, he was committed to making, you know, talking to everybody just for, uh, a few minutes and they're like no you for real gotta go and he's like no no i got this and i i think there was one other person right in front of me i was like oh he's gonna have to go and then he got done talking to them but he looked at me he's like i got you and uh they're like no for real like you need to go in now you need and he's like no 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 i'm gonna give them my time and so literally you got you know i when you when the clip comes out you guys will see it was only about a, a minute minute and a half but mm-hmm. you know he could easily say hey sorry i'll catch you later yeah and go go in but you know he he was able to talk to me he was talk, able to talk to somebody else um so i i just respect that you know taking yeah. the time to you know just speak um which absolutely that event that was crazy that's opened up my mind to interviewing so many other people i don't know who yeah i'm just open to if you've done like really cool crazy things that can inspire the masses. Like I'd, I'd love to have them on the podcast. Cause yeah. I feel like there are a lot of people that I don't even know about that I'll mm-hmm. learn about that. I would love to. Talk and there's to. people that are on the way to do it too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. So many of the people that you've had on already and so many of the people that we're, we're working on right now trying to get on are on that path. It's very clear. It's like, 
they are doing the thing now. Mm-hmm. They are putting the reps in. They are getting their hours up. Their skills, they're going to take over. They're right. going to do what they're. They're going to do what they deserve to do. They're going to get the recognition that they deserve. The toughest part that's going to be even like there's so many people I've had to push off like hey let's let's circle back January February get you on the podcast there are so many people that I know I can text or I can message and get them on here it's going to be tough like hopefully you know we bring on some sponsors and we can be a, a twice a week interview because I mean there are just that many people doing great things right here. absolutely so many so many great stories to highlight and tell um let's see let's change it up a little bit so. What is something that somebody on the podcast said this season that surprised you? Like, what was the biggest surprise that you heard out of this seat this season? Hmm. Like in uh, just, uh, wow, I didn't realize you did that kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, Steve, Steve Ewing, when he was talking about performing at Red Rocks, I've been there for a few shows, and it's just such a, a an iconic place for those who don't know it's 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 a venue built into the mountains there in uh right outside denver and the sun sets it's a beautiful view of the skyline and then usually by the time it sets the headliner comes on mm-hmm. and it's one of those things that if you can ever go see a show there it doesn't matter who's performing go see a show there that's like one of those lot like if you live in america that's a be... special experience no matter who it is yeah and i got i got fortunate i got to see Wiz and Snoop there once, and then that's awesome. Seeing Stevie Wonder, who casually brought out Usher to sing with him, right? Um, but like learning about Steve and just how like he was able to perform there. He's talking about the insides of, you know, it, it's like the dressing room is actually built mm-hmm. into the the mountains. It's not, yeah, like your wall is, uh, what is it, the not um, cement, whatever. You know, it's yeah. not like drywall and all that. So that uh, that that one that part was really cool. It's just very intriguing. He's lived a crazy, amazing life yeah. with the stories that was that was a really good interview i i would have to agree um let's see what is something that you want to see happen first with the podcast and then second in this community in this state in the year 2024 uh community as far as this podcast community i I mean st louis st louis yeah i would say um what i want to see with this podcast you know my goal and I'll, I'll keep saying this. I really want to work with St. Louis companies first. So I want everybody that listens to this podcast, um, that watches this, to understand that like my goal is St. Louis. If you guys see me working with companies outside of St. Louis, just know that I, I pitched it to our city first. I want to give them these opportunities before I open it up to companies outside of St. Louis. So would love to have some sponsors. Um, like look how much we've been able to do and how many opportunities we've had without sponsors. Right? Absolutely. So once we start getting those sponsors, it, it, it's, it's it only it's, multiplies. It's crazy. From there. Yeah, and it's like making sure you know everyone that works on a podcast can you know be compensated for their time. You know, um, but yeah, it's just, I would love to bring on sponsors and then being able to you know show love to the people listening to the podcast. I, I think it's amazing the community. I would say for my community and the people that listen to this, I just cont- I want you guys to continue to stay like just motivated, inspired. Just, you know, at the end of the day, I'm this guy from South City. Like a lot of people that listen to this, I, that I know, like message me about the episodes. They, they've been following me from the beginning. And so yeah. they see all this stuff that I'm doing. It's inspiring them. Uh, my goal is to show people that like anything and everything is possible in this digital age. You don't have to, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I went off to school and I did that kind of stuff. Uh, MBA and all that. But it's like you can create your own like path with this with social media and absolutely 
create your own business. It's just right now, it, I think it's really in our city. I would love to, I would say when I say community, I guess like with the city, just educate them on the, on the value. I, I hope right now it's more of they just don't know and understand versus mm-hmm. taking advantage of. I, I mean, I would, to, I love to say it like this, like we all do our best to support local. Yes. Support local restaurants, support local clothing shops, support local everything that we can. I would only hope that those local businesses will do the same when it comes to advertising. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving all their money to Meta, Facebook, whatever you're going to call it, instead of advertising on X or YouTube or whatever, advertise local. Yeah. Work with local creators. You want Bring to s- people in through a genuine network instead of just throwing dollars at the platforms that exist, you know? Well, and it, it, a lot of companies, you know, I was the first influencer or creator to work with them. Um, you know, we had 2020, 2021. So my goal is really helping those local businesses get back up and running. A lot of those places are doing great. They're opening up second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth locations. They're in arenas and stadiums. And it's, um, you know, you kind of ask them now, like, hey, can can we work on this or can you sponsor that? And it's, no, you know, or they le- leave you on red or maybe it's their agency, whoever's working their social media. Right. But it's just like, you know, we were there for you. We want, I'll look at the camera and say this, like, we want to grow together. We want to grow together. I really want to work with St. Louis companies and businesses. I really, really want to keep everything local. And like I said before, if I start working with companies outside of St. Louis, it's because they're supporting what I'm doing. And I just hope the St. Louis community and businesses can support what I'm doing. Absolutely. Because I'm going to keep creating, man. I'm going to keep shining a light like on our city, on our creators. Like, If you're listening, I appreciate you for listening watching i appreciate it. i'm so i don't know it does it seem like i'm going on rants right here no i, I think just, this I, is good i feel a way like i just guys let's stay local let's keep it local stop paying meta keep it organic and google too and google we know we see you we you know, see you we see you specifically car dealerships advertising in your competitors search mm-hmm. we see you advertise with creators um Let's get into it. So before you go, get into it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. There are companies that have, and they're really good partners now, and they they know the value, they see the value, they're doing very, very, very well. So if you're listening, you're watching, just know they're doing. The results are there. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything else, but they they are (laughs) like. That's that's what's important. The results are there. Um, I got a couple final questions for you. So first, I want to ask you: Who are three people in St. Louis that you would love to highlight? or shout out to, or, you know, push this audience to go check out, even if they haven't been on the podcast before, or or even past guests? Damn, three? That is tough. <laughs> Every day I'm inspired by somebody that wasn't on the podcast, that I think they may be in a queue for to be on the podcast. That's fine, too. Dang, three people that people should go check out. Whew. Or listen, observe. Um, I'm going to have Maxa, the DJ. I'm going to have her on the podcast. Um, she's actually part of the winter renaissance we're doing at uh, Avalanche. Which, yeah. By the time this episode's come out, episode comes out, it's, it's night. Yeah. Um, just respect the hustle everywhere. Um, Eddie, Sir Eddie C, you know, he's the homie. Uh I feel like we all just have this mutual respect for one another. We all look at each other like, damn, you're out here working. You know, you're everywhere. Uh, there are so many other people. Like, 
uh, Chris from Profield. Uh, I wanted to go to his event the other night, but I had another another engagement. T- together we ball. Like I, I love seeing that that stuff. Um, man, there's. I feel bad. I'm I'm leaving out so many people. But that's are, all right. I only asked for three. Yeah, those are three, <laughs> and it's actually funny because last weekend was together we ball. I have Maxa. She's gonna be at the event on Thursday, and then I'm trying to trying to change up my what next. I think this Saturday Eddie has a show uh, over there at the. I can't think of the name center theater or something. The KDHX building, whatever. Gotcha. Um, Central theater. But like, those are like those three are on my mind right now. Yeah. Um, even like mastermind. Every, I think a lot of people know who he is and what he's done, but God, there's so many people. It's hard. And I'm going to ask you another, just as annoying, yeah. hard question. Give us a, it's not foodie Friday, but give us a few businesses that people should go check out in St. Louis. And it doesn't have to just be food. It could, like you just said, Profield. That's a great example. Yeah, Profield, yes. Um, love what Chris is doing there. I need to go there more. I, I feel like, so I grew up right off Cherokee Street. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting. I, I don't go there as often as I used to. Well, I guess because I grew up there, right? Um, right there off Nebraska. But it's like, I, I need to go back and, and spend more time there. Every time I go get a haircut, it's right there on Cherokee Street. So then at that point, I'll go buy some business on my way. Um, That's dope. Reginald, or yeah, Reginald there at Teetopia awesome place uh he really he recently got into coffee and he had the best like pumpkin spice latte of the season he just got into coffee like a month ago or two months ago like selling it and he's a tea place i love to hear that yeah they, like it, it was really good um so i mean gosh there are so many good spots there on cherokee street i would say i think anesto's kind of closer to where i where i live now is just such a great place a very i don't i don't know if i would say underrated because they get a lot of love Mm-hmm. But I think people often think like if you're out outside of the 270 bubble, you think just the hill. But Anesto's is a great place to visit. There's also uh, beyond food. Okay, beyond. I know food. this is a hard question because you're a foodie. That's what you do. Yeah. But beyond food, give me give me something give me something to do. Give me somewhere to go. Give me an experience or a. I think I think our city has, you know, you think about the bigger cities like New York, Chicago that have these skylines you see mm-hmm. everywhere. And I think our city has good skylines, but like taking in the sunset and sunrise of our cities in Forest Park or of our city in Forest Park is, it's a, it's just, it's good for the soul. It's good for the mental health. You know, I, I, I'm very busy nowadays, but I still stay true to like once a week going on that sunrise walk around Forest Park. Oh, that's great. During the pandemic, you know, that that could have been six, seven days a week going on long walks. But that's like that one thing where I kind of reset. So an activity in our city, something that you find, something that you enjoy, uh, a view that you enjoy, even if that's the arch or art hill, whatever, taking a sunrise, taking a sunset. If you've had a really long day, you don't want to deal with people or, you know, you got a busy day coming up like that's just mentally a good way to remind you, like, like just to remember that today's a day, right? You're going to get through it. It's going to be good. The sunrise and sunset is just beautiful. Helps you reflect. I'll put on some like chilled music too. So that kind of encompasses like, cause then, you know, you're in forest park, mm-hmm. so you can go to the zoo. You can go like the zoo. Like I do, I just walk around there. I just enjoy it. Yeah. I can wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to go look at a cheetah. I'm going to look at a giraffe. I'm going to go. Yeah, look no, at it's a, it's like, an underused asset of our St. Louis community. It's free. Yeah. Go there. Experience it. So that, um, definitely walking around Cherokee street. 
a lot of heart and soul of the city that that that's there. God, Delmar. I think people think it's just just uh, for concerts, but there are so many different restaurants. Yeah, I, I would say Corner Seventeen. Yeah, Corner Seventeen. Just finding a place to like, like, don't just treat it like a destination. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to the pageant. I'm going home. Like, just actually find a place to go spend your time. Go spend several hours patronizing multiple places. Just be. Yeah, like you I like that. Like you, you can just go to one place for a drink. One, like you know, even uh, sometimes like when it, when I do go out of town, I may just say I'm gonna grab coffee at this place, and that place could be known for the best breakfast. Maybe I will grab some food, but maybe uh, I'll go someplace else for coffee. I'll go there for the food go somewhere else like just vacation in your own city st louis has so much to yeah. offer it's, it's kind of interesting some people are like so i don't care i'm not going in in there into the city because xyz is happening i'm like go there in the daytime yep you know they're go there whenever but yeah so really explore oh i would say man even union station like i love going there around the holidays um this we need to get them to sponsor this pod i could talk all about like i i, I love what they've done there I love being able to take my niece. I think if I didn't have my niece, I wouldn't really go there that often. Um, that I would say, experiencing sports in its prime. Uh, Absolutely. And when I say prime, like any soccer matches is, is crazy. It's great, incredible atmosphere. Baseball, uh, I, I love them games. I, I think people go there a lot of times just for the experience. So go there to try different food, but also go there at you know the Friday, Saturday night, like prime time Cubs. I think this year the Red Sox are coming in. Like you got to go to some of these primetime games to really get a feel. Hockey, got to go to a rivalry game. Um, because, you know, sometimes when people get the free ticket from a friend or family, it's on the game you don't really want to go to. Mm-hmm. So splurge sometimes and go to those big things. So, Brad and I got a couple final questions for you. Okay. This first one's an interesting one. What is something that this audience doesn't know about you that you want to share with them right now? Do people know that I'm married? Is that a thing? Do people, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'll go ahead and say, like, uh, obviously married. Married my high school sweetheart. Been together 15 years. You guys went to college together, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, she went off a year at Missouri State, then I came um, semester into it. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm making noises and stuff. No, like, I don't know if, <laughs> how many people know that, but I'm married. She's, she's very... Um, how many years have you guys been married? Eight. Eight years, wow. Yeah, so eight years together, I guess about 15. It, it, it kind of gets hard to like keep yeah, up with the numbers right, there. Right, I understand. Um, but yeah, no, like she's she's supportive and... All of this wouldn't be possible Yeah, like without her. I'm very sure of that. I mean, all the time, right? You know, I give up a lot of time to go to different events, highlight different things and, and try to bring people together. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, where's your wife? Where's your wife? Like... You got to think, how many days a week am I going to events? Six days. So yeah. is that fair for her to go to these events six days a week? You know what I mean? It's like, so she has her, her things that she goes to that I know she's in, she enjoys and I'll make sure she's comfortable. But um, none of this, uh, you know, is possible without her. You know, she gives up some of, you know, our time. And um, I try to always like make sure I can try to balance it or, you know, maybe I'm hanging out at home early in the morning if I know Absolutely. I'm going to be out late. Um, I need to work better on my timing sometimes. Like I, I, I'm, I've lost. I think we all can. I think that's, that's basically everybody. That's a universal human experience. Yeah. I was gonna say it's like, all about time management. I, I've lost, I lost, uh, the lost track of the concept of time since 2020. So I'll be like, uh, I mean, what is this? 
Uh, we're, we're pushing at six o'clock. I need to go over to Avalanche, uh, which I mean, they, it's a great team here. They, they can run without me, but it's like time. I just lose track of it. And I just enjoy being a lot of times. Like even in this moment, talking to you, my phone's over there, you know, mm -hmm. and I toss it. So I'm not distracted. A lot of people, you know, you know, one thing that's interesting is what's that, what's that word called? Like the relationship people feel like they have with you that they've, they've gotten through social media para no, parasocial like, relationship parasocial yeah. yeah it's like a lot of people think all i do is spend time on my phone and i do use that a lot but it's um no it's amazing how infrequently Braden checks his tiktok dms yeah i'm, I'm behind <laughs> yeah my wife sends like I, I fall so behind so far behind but i was like i realized many years ago i'm like man a lot of people are addicted to phones and i was yep. i caught myself just aimlessly scrolling and i'm like why don't i figure out a way to make Put this content on there and not be consumed by the content in there yeah i need to watch more content i'm not gonna lie like i know <laughs> it's to the point where i gotta send you inspiration because you won't see it otherwise yeah i, I just keep <laughs> creating and it's um but yeah I, I i just live and then i create people will text me call me and i'm just like if you really need me call me twice <laughs> yeah that's that's true keep texting me like it's nothing ever personal i don't ever say oh this this person i can't pay unless like i'm at like a show or something but i try guys i try to respond i mean all the emails, DMs, comments, whatever, text. It adds up. It gets yeah. crazy, man. Sheesh. Well, to end the podcast, we have two questions that we really like to ask all of our guests. Ah. The first one is a classic. If you could have dinner with three people that are alive, who would they be? Where would you be? And what would you be eating? I kind of thought you would ask this. <laughs> Like, I thought for half a second, and, you know, me, I was busy. I was on to, like, I got to go do this. Um, <laughs> I would say LeBron, Dwayne Johnson, Beyonce. That's a good group. Dang. It's three? Is that is that what I used yep. to ask people? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, because we're at a table. Honorable mention, I, I would say Kevin Hart. But, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. but He'd uh, be the one short person out of all the people you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be the, he'll be the one short one, but um, I would say at least for those three, I, I'm just inspired. Longevity. Used to watch Dwayne Johnson. If you smell, blah, 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 blah. I dress up like him every year for Halloween. I'm like, and it's a we all love it, dude. It's it. He, he's like the only other like six five light skin guy that like I'm like all right. He was in this movie, that movie, this one, that one. Okay, I'm gonna do this this year, next year, you know. And uh, but yeah, LeBron. I mean, it's still crazy. Like since I was 12, 13 years old. It Such is, an incredible career. It's a Christmas like tradition. And, and beyond just career, like LeBron has been such a thought leader and such a, an outspoken athlete. He's impacted the world in so many ways beyond mm -hmm. what he does on the court. And that's an inspiration to everyone to to go outside of their job and to do things that are beyond what is in their lane mm -hmm. and and inspire others. Yeah. And he you know, personal brand. Like taught a lot of players, a lot of people about branding and just, it, it's crazy, but like every day for, or every day, excuse me, every year for Christmas, you know, it's part of the plans watching him play on Christmas day. And it's crazy. I've done that. I guess 18, 19, 20 years of my life. Wow. That's amazing. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, very inspired by him. You know, I've watched him play so much. Actually, the first time I bought an iPhone was my wife and I, we were headed up to see him play in a, it was a preseason game in Kansas City. I think Brad Beal just got signed by the Wizards with John Wall. 
fucking dude, we paid 80 bucks and we we're right by the tunnel where all the players, players That's awesome. were. So it was like, you know, where they come out, you know, you're giving handshakes to Dwayne Wade, Shane Battier, Ray Allen. You don't know any of these guys. No, they, I don't. All, you're right. <laughs> they're all legends. They're all legends. Chris Bosh, uh, that team. Ended these up, are some legendary names that I've heard of, but I don't know them well enough. Gosh, dude, that was such a great thing. I, I went there for three straight years. It was Kansas City. I think it was like, I forgot what it's called now, Sprint Center, T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next year, they played the Warriors, but that's when LeBron left. But that's the first year the Warriors won the championship. And I was paying $80 to literally sit at the, the tunnel. That's um, great. And Beyonce? Yeah, Beyonce probably my first crush i think shanti was like right there too you know um but yeah so that's why you wanted to go talk to ashanti at the do you want to tell the people that story <laughs> so so braden and i were standing there we're, we're there for three hours at the black and white ball which is an event hosted by nelly yeah. like his name is on the event and nelly is making his way down the line and braden's like oh my gosh look ashanti's over there let's go get a photo with her let's go see if we can interview her i'm like bradden all by herself too like no security i think yeah. security is like 20 30 yeah. feet away i was like i'm like bradden nelly is right there he's working his way to us we are here to get the interview with nelly we're gonna stop here we're gonna wait here and we're gonna get the interview with nelly <laughs> yeah, and i'm gonna yeah. be honest with you if you had walked away we would not we, have gotten that interview nope no, we wouldn't so shout out to jason that's why he's <laughs> i'm always producer. producing man i'm always Brad, producing don't forget why we're, I was like, ah, you're right. And then it all, it all worked out. But yeah, no, uh, just inspired Beyonce, just the, the growth. I mean, it's funny cause people, you know, it's interesting how people think they're like, oh, I don't, I don't listen to this person. I haven't listened to them since this. And they don't even play this person on the radio. And it's like, we're past the radio days. Yeah. Like if you really start learning the politics of the music industry, you understand why certain music pushed and mm -hmm. certain not, but the longevity and just the way she's been able to inspire people. It's been incredible. Absolutely. And of course, to our final question, I got to ask you, what are some words of wisdom that you'd like to give to just the, the general audience out there? People, um, you know, maybe somebody who wants to be a creator, somebody who could be an influencer just like yourself. Trust the process. Interesting. Just trust the process. I, uh, I think it was back in like 2016, 17, Joel Embiid, Philadelphia 76ers were saying like, mm -hmm. trust the process. And so, uh. I, I've come to realize, you know, I was like, you know what, if I just put the work in and put my all in, like, just trust the process. You're not always going to do great. You're not always going to win. You're going to lose. You're going to get told no 80, 90% of the time. But when you trust the process, you end up in situations where you're meeting people that you looked up to, um, being able to just talk to them casually, DM them. You'll be able to throw out a first pitch. You'll be able to be in magazines and um, put yourself in a situation where you're confident as you go into a new year to really change your own life and have more control of things but it's trusting the process now if you're not putting that work in like every day is not going to be a great day you know you're gonna have days where you're just fatigued you're tired you don't want to do it but you know i think it was kobe he's like you know don't let a few bad days knock you off your course you know you're you know life's gonna ebb you know it's ebbs and flows like you're mm -hmm. gonna have great weeks bad weeks but don't let that knock you off of your course. And so I always trust the process. I know that if I really want to do something, I want to get something and make it happen. I, I know I can. Um, sometimes it may take a while, but, and when I started this, I did not expect to throw pitches, red carpets, any, any of that, but I, I trust the process. I trust the work, my work ethic. Um, it's the hard work that got you there. 
not the desire to do those specific things necessarily, but it's the hard work that put it there. Yeah. Like made those opportunities available to you. There was a, I was doing some stuff yesterday to, to promote avalanche and I went to a place and was telling the person what I did. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Show me, you know, like some of the stuff you do. And he started, I showed him, he's like, wait, that's you. That's your video. Oh man. I see that. Oh, I know who you are. You know, but it's like, I was like, yeah, no one sees the behind the scenes, the work. Right. Um, I feel like they're, you know, maybe about five to 10 people, like at least in my close circle that we all know, like we may not talk much, but we know the work that goes into this. Absolutely. The time, the commit, like you got to be committed. Nothing's handed to you. You know, it may look like Braden's always doing something that's like a highlight and this and that, but you get to hear all the stuff or not all, but a lot of the stuff I'm dealing with, a lot of the headaches. How do you get people here? How do you get people there? How do you like it's it's a lot of work. So trust the process. Put just put that work in, and you're going to get the yeah. results. You're not, you know. And, and I'm the type of person like I set goals. Excuse me, I set objectives more than goals. Like goals is like, dang, I hit that and I'm done. Mm-hmm. But a, objective, I think, is more of a lifestyle of right. getting there, continuously improving. Like if yeah. you ask me what my goals are for 2024, I'm like. I have objectives. I have ideas. I know there are things I want to do and I will do, and I'm going to put the work into it, but I don't want to just say it's a goal. Right. That's a great mindset. Uh, and if I may actually throw my own words of wisdom. Yeah. Out yeah. There. What's that? I know this isn't my episode, but uh, we'll get, we'll get one for me eventually. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Season two, season three. We'll see. Excuse me. Wow. Um, I thought you were about to start singing like, <laughs> could you imagine if i'd just been holding back this whole time God. i was like brad you should get really good somebody on the podcast to sing and i really meant me the whole time oh my god no breaking no news. i can't sing um what i was gonna actually but yes yeah, so my actual words of wisdom for you guys this is something that i feel that my high school taught to me really well and somehow other people in my high school didn't get the same thing i don't know how they missed it mm-hmm. never stop your thirst for learning if you're not learning, you're not winning. If you're not learning, you're not living. If you're not learning, you can't move forward. It doesn't have to be just about one topic. You can learn anything. You can just take the time and be excited about learning and grow yourself, your mental game. You'll never have a bad day in your life because there's always that win where you took that time to spend learning. It's amazing. That's amazing because, uh, you know, I get to talk to students and I'm like, you guys don't realize how great of a time we are in when it comes to learning and knowing almost anything and everything or being able to at least have all the, re- you know, a bunch of resources in mm-hmm. front of you. And, you know, and there's a there's a resource for every attention span. You can read books, you can read articles, you can listen to audiobooks, you can do podcasts, you can do TikToks, yep. you can do YouTube videos. You can do these all on every single subject. There's somebody out there making that content for you to listen to and to learn. And someone that you're going to find that you like. Too. An expert even. Yeah. It's like there are all different kinds of like, mm-hmm. you know, how do, how do you take care of plants? You know, they're going to be someone that's going to draw your attention, my attention, someone else's. But it's uh, what I was going to say there was, you know, I, I'll talk to kids like, hey, or excuse me, young adults. Mm-hmm. So how many times do you guys, are you guys on Google each day? Are you guys on YouTube each day? And they're right. always like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, how do you find your music videos? Oh, I'll just Google it or YouTube. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you guys, I'm here to talk to you today about this, this problem, you know, uh, talking about branding, talk about 
advertising, marketing, content creation. So I'm here to help you guys, right? How do you find out something if you don't know the answer? Oh, I go on Google, I go on YouTube. I'm like, so I want you guys to go on Google and YouTube right now to start learning those things. Um, but yeah, like myself, I learned, I don't even know how many times on YouTube, Google. I learned new skills. Incredible tools. Crap, yeah. Oh yeah, also another thing you guys don't know about me, I, do, I work in improv. I do improv classes too. So that's another thing. Yeah. That's for, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, man. Great words of wisdom. So then when you're on the pod, you got to have something else now. Dang. I guess I do. <laughs> but um, just once again, thank you to everybody who has tuned in. Thank you to Tech Artiste. Uh, Chris, I know you're uh, in, like, he listens every week. You know, he'll listen, he'll watch, and I, I do appreciate you. And I'm looking forward to sitting down with you. Uh, he takes notes. So I'm looking forward to that. Zach, same thing. Jason, you know, we'll sit down, we'll talk. Appreciate the work you've put into this. We've learned a lot. I continue to learn a lot by myself. Preparation. Sometimes we go a month without recording. I'm like, how do I start this off with? Or like, what do I say? <laughs> it's been um, a minute. Even like right now, it's been, I don't I can't even think of the last time that we recorded. I don't even want to think about Maybe it. Maybe Steve Ewing. Steve or Luke. Yeah. Lucas, one of the, but it's like, yeah, Weeks man, ago. <laughs> I, I would say like, this isn't possible. It, it like, it takes a team and having Jason here, having Dante to help out uh, at times with equipment, setting up things like that. Uh, it, it's not possible without you. And so appreciate you. Absolutely, man. If you're listening, thanks. Thank Jason. Jason, how can people follow you? I'm at JD2RS everywhere, including cash app. If you want to send me some, hey, <laughs> send up some cash app money guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm at JD2RS. I do drifting content. I do media. I, I make videos for Braden. I make videos with other awesome people and, uh, find me there ask me questions if you want to learn about being a podcast producer i'm not going to give you everything for free but like i'll help you i'll help you out yeah i mean i'll throw some game your way every now and then and if you guys want to produce if you guys want if you need a place to produce a podcast or excuse me produce to have a podcast where all you got to do is show up you got to be professional obviously show up on time you know no you know hey hour two hours you got this budget like we we have the space Yes, we do. And we have the producer, Jason, that can help guide you. And yeah, this has been a good episode. I feel like I've, uh, this is like therapy. I'm opening yeah. up for the season. It's been, it's been fun. I've learned a lot and I'm ready to just. Maybe, maybe we better. should start doing these uh, mid season as well instead of just at the end. Yeah. Maybe mid season, like a good 15 minute. Digest one. all the 10 episodes we just had kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe after we do, cause what this, if this is episode 19, I believe this is 19. Yeah. So then Dante is episode 20. So if you're listening, happy holidays, episode 20. Dante and I will figure that out. And if you guys want to come visit us live, we have to do it live. Yeah, when are we going to do this one with Dante, man? I guess I just put it out there. So Dante and I will do a live one. Maybe, maybe at We'll Lut figure it out sometime soon. Probably January. Yeah, it's too cold outside. Maybe Lutopia or something. I think we could do that. Maybe. Maybe work and leisure. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, happy holidays. Appreciate you guys. See you next year. This is going to be the last episode oh, yeah. of you. the 2023 year. So thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to take off next week because it's the holiday week. Um, and we'll be back in January at some point. Yeah. See you guys next year. Thanks, guys. Peace.
Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Opecast. Now, this wouldn't be possible without all of your support, my producer, Jason, my friends here at Tech Artista. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Opecast, the pod or TikTok. So until next time, peace.